0: You know, in the workbook, we talk about, you know, telling your story, we talk about your strengths, your weaknesses, your goals, your, how do you set um, a roadmap for your life in the future, those those sort of things. But what was missing was that piece about how do I look at the world? What What is my, and we're going to use the word worldview, but it really means what's my view of the world and where does it come from? And I think it really fits well into this concept because of um, the fact that nobody has the same worldview. view. Your life, your journey starts now.
1: Okay, today we're going to talk about a uh, uh, challenging topic, and that's how to have these conversations before the tough conversations, and why we really need to have the pre conversation to the tough conversation, which relates to how do we relate to people that are different to, than us. So, relating to people that are different than us. That's a key, key concept if we're going to have those tough conversations. And with us today, we've got uh, Terry, and uh, she has had many tough conversations and many uh, ways to relate to people that are different because uh, she is a licensed full-time counselor. So you have lots of.
0: I uh, do, yeah. There, well, there are some, yes.
1: <laughs> like every day. Every
0: day, okay. Every hour. Uh, maybe every hour, not so much.
1: And I would assume that uh, people coming in to your office are not all the same as you. They're not uh, females that are, you know, and go on and go, you know, so on and so forth. They're different. Oh yeah. Correct. For sure. So this is not just a uh, conceptual topic. This is something that you. Uh, you have to deal with every day.
0: Yeah, yeah. We have a um, we have some clientele that are, are kind of similar to us, but for the most part, you know, people come in from all walks of life. Right. They have all kinds of different issues, all kinds of different beliefs. And it's not my place as a counselor to change their beliefs. It's my place to kind of make sure that they're aware of what theirs are and how those affect them, and then maybe go from that point on to ask, you know, is that something that you really want to hang on to? Um, But, no, there's a lot of differences, and and as counselors, any other counselor that's out there listening is going to understand this, that you have to know how to relate to people who are different than you.
1: Right, and for the other... 99% 99% of us in the world that are not counselors, <laughs> we need to get a lot better at this because let's face it, there's a lot of polarizing topics out there. There's a lot of tension in the world over certain topics. And before we really can sit down with somebody and address those topics, we sort of need to have the conversation before uh, that tough conversation. So let's just jump right into it uh, with the first really focused point of is how, how do we do that? How do we relate to people who are different than us?
0: Well, I think that's a great question. And I think, first of all, I think the very first thing we need to do is remember that they're people much like us and look at the similarities versus the differences.
1: Well, and I just heard that the other day, that that's really a key point. I mean, so oftentimes there's this polarizing, you know, uh, pointing out differences. And that's done a lot today is how is this person different? And, and pointing out those differences in a negative way. But really a key point, isn't it, of saying, OK, yeah, there are going to be differences. Um, we are just made different. But isn't that a a, a huge starting point to say, well, how are we, uh, what are the similarities?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's why it's so hard to do. Often our differences are are typically the things we focus on. You know, we see skin color, hair, makeup, clothing styles, and so on. I think if you think back to some place like middle school, or you know those those years when oh, we're first kind of middle school. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: no, not that.
0: <laughs> well, I think that's when we really start to get to, to, to notice the differences, and we start to and we're affected by them. We, we start to be aware of what the norms are in our society, and by society, I mean that society in middle school. The, the kids, the other kids, the the ones that um, you know, if you didn't, if you wear the wrong kind of shoes or sh- or clothes, you get picked on. If you don't have your hair exactly the same way as everybody else, you're ostracized, basically, for not fitting in. So I think that's where the underlying message we get is that um, you have to fit in or you won't be accepted. And in that way, comparing ourselves to others um, makes us weary of those things that are different. And it becomes an ingrained habit for us.
1: Well, and just going back to that whole middle school thing for a second, I mean, some things in life... for example, I'm looking out a window now and, you know, if I see a little bunny rabbit crossing the street that gets hit by a car at my age, I go, Oh, that was sad. A little bunny rabbit got hit by a car. It's one of those, you know, it doesn't really ingrain too deeply in me. Right. You know, but take that back to, uh, you know, junior high and middle school and those kinds of times in our lives and those things and the way where uh, we see things and the way that people respond. I mean, the bullying, for example, that goes on. And I mean, it, it it just really does get ingrained in our psyche, doesn't it?
0: It really does. And it gets it, get, it gets even worse than just ingrained. I think it becomes, it turns into a series of different kinds of fears. Um, I mean, it's not just from middle school. It can come from influences such as family members, friends, neighbors when we're growing up. Whatever the source is, we start to feel comfortable and safe with those things, with others who are like us, and we start to become fearful of those who are not. And I think that's where the problem really turns into a a deeper problem, is if we don't recognize this and intentionally do something to counteract it, we're really destined to live a life of of, um, just being around people who fit a certain mold. Um, Right,
1: right. And, And again, going back to those growing up times, I mean, it is the... I, I think back to when I was in school and it was always the fitting in, you know, we want to fit in. We uh, at some level, we are all sheep, aren't we? We're just kind of for sure. <laughs> we're just wandering around and we want to fit in and we want to kind of, uh, you know, not stand out in, in either a positive or a negative way. And so uh, the tough part about that is that we at, at core are made different and, and really uh, need to not blend in. So we need to sort of lean into our differences. But when we do that, oftentimes, uh, yeah, these, these negative things can happen and, and it, it's in social media too now, right? If, if something's well, yeah, negative, I mean, you know, it's like, Ooh, boy, now it's really pounce on this person.
0: Well, I think social media is, is is really a key part of this too, because as we're trying, as we're talking about trying to embrace the differences in each other, that's exactly opposite of what social media kind of does for us. It feeds us. It learns our the things that we're interested in by the things we we click on to read or the people that we connect with, and so then it just automatically tries to send us things that we're that, that interest us. That's their whole point. In doing that, we kind of miss out on the on the opposites. We miss out on the if you know, if, if you want to take something like a, a political point of view, you know, all we end up seeing is that particular political point of view. And we miss out on some of the, the good things that we may hear from the other side. But right. if all we're getting our news from is social media.
1: Right, right. And in social media, it is really about posting the picture of oneself or with your family and friends on top of the uh, beautiful mountaintop in Colorado and everybody's smiling and it's a bright sunny day and so on that shallow level you know life is good but then when we do a deep dive and we want to say hey here's how I really feel about the things that are going on in the world and in my life and I want to come alongside others and uh, share what I uh, feel with them, and have them share how they feel with me. That's where it gets a little bit where those differences kind of come out, and where we have lots of challenges. For sure. Yeah. So then the question becomes, well, what do we do? What are some ideas? (laughs) So yeah, this really stinks. This is tough. Like, how do we actually take some deep dives and come alongside people and? really have those, you know, deeper conversations, like, what do we do? (laughs) For sure.
0: Well, and I think the first thing that we need to do if we're looking at really wanting to change this is to start to become more accepting of other people's and others' perspectives. Um, Going back to the journey material that we have, you know, we've got this wonderful workbook that um, was put together by some very smart people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) Boy, that's a first. I've never known you to give yourself a little pat on the back there, but Terry did do uh, a lot of the, the writing on this. Uh, although we had lots of people we took through the coaching sure, yes. and what was it, nine or 10 different rev- revisions? I think edits. we're on,
0: yeah, we were on revision 10 when we finally went ahead and had yeah, it published.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but no, it is, it is, it's a, a lot of uh, uh, painstaking process that went into the uh, the workbook, but anyway, that's that's a topic for another day. <laughs>
0: well, and when we were when we were putting the workbook together, we started with a concept, we um, put it together as you know, and we um, went out and coached some people, and then we came back with their suggestions and their their perspectives and we made some tweaks to it and we went back and coached some more people and we did we kept doing that that's why we had so many different versions of it and at some point along the way we realized there was something missing and that missing is this piece that we're talking about today is how do we how do we deal with um, you know in the workbook we talk about you know telling your story we talk about your strengths your weaknesses your goals your how do you set um, a roadmap for your life in the future those th- those sort of things but what was missing was that piece about how how do I look at the world? What What is my, and we're going to use the word worldview, but it really means what's my view of the world and where does it come from? And I think it really fits well into this concept because of um, the fact that nobody has the same worldview.
1: Well, and uh, worldview being a very specific example of one of those tough conversations that, that, you know, needs to be had. And it's just like, you know, okay, if we're going to have a conversation with somebody else about their view of the world, uh, again, you know, how specifically, can we do that?
0: Well, I think it, it, one good thing, and going back to the material, session four of the Journey Coaching Workbook is really where we we added that at a later date. We ended up moving some things around so we could put that in. And it, it's all about worldview. And the whole goal is to help you identify your worldview. Where does it come from? Um, it's a good way to, in, to gain insight into what you see as your perspective of the world. Until we look at this kind of... Um, Directly, we kind of assume that everybody else has the same type of view of a world. And if the, if we just if they just knew what we know, they'd feel the same way. And then we get into arguments in that way. And I think the first thing is to understand what's my view of the world, and then I can have a conversation with others about what their view of the world is. And we can look at it from a from a curiosity standpoint versus um, you know trying to talk each other out of their worldview.
1: Well, and and. Uh... The material was designed so that people could uh, share their view of the world so that, that the person coaching can at some point, you know, give a, a view of, uh, you know, the perspective that the coaches is, is going through. But that first of all, that person just has that freedom to say, hey, here's. You know what I see, my view of the world being. So, in terms of uh, that, what can we do, kind of thing? Doesn't that apply then? You know, outside of the workbook, outside of journey, to uh, as we have those conversations in life, is just asking those questions of people, whatever it might be, whether it's worldview or whatever, and just listening.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But it's really, really important that you ask that of yourself first. So unpack so that, that a
1: little bit. That? Well,
0: and that basically means we've got to go back and look at our culture and our, our worldview and look at it from a lens that says, oh, I get it. I know why. You know, I was raised in the upper Midwest um, in, in our culture, if you want to call it that, um, people, it's its hardworking people. It's mostly farmers that, that settled this area. Um, there's a lot of autonomy. There's a lot of, you know, you don't ask for help until you absolutely need it. And you're basically um, Shouldered deep in mud, then you can call for your neighbor.
1: <laughs> pulling pulling oneself up by their bootstraps. Yeah, right?
0: and that's the kind of culture that my parents were raised in. That's the and that's the culture that they raised us in. And and one of the things I remember um, my dad saying over and over again is, "You leave the place." You know, we went camping a lot, and he would say, "You leave the place better than what you what you found it." Um, there were there were certain values and cultures that came from my growing up. Um, not everybody had those. Not everybody saw things from that perspective they may have some of the same issues. But I think it really comes down to understanding what is, what is my culture? What, what it, and, and, and by culture, I don't just mean like, you know, the American culture. I'm, I'm talking about microcultures. What, every, every even home has kind of its own little culture, um, its own outlooks, values, norms, and goals shared by the group of people.
1: So let, let's, let's take a real simple dive down to what that looks like. So, for example, then, that kind of person out of that environment Uh, most likely would say, if I have a place I'm supposed to be at 9 o'clock, I'm going to be there at 8.55, right? Sure. You know, Uh, but let's compare that to different cultures. For instance, our daughter uh, has been over to Ethiopia many times, and she really loves the Ethiopian culture. Uh, You know, I think there sort of it's as if you have a 9 o'clock, if you're there by nine fifteen or yeah you know, sure. maybe nine thirty, because it's all about that relational piece. So maybe that person isn't necessarily, and again, it, it's the relating part, it's the understanding part. So we may say it at shallow pass. We may say well. That person just doesn't care because they're 20 minutes late to this important thing. Right. But the reality is they've put such a high value on relationships that they're probably in relationship. They're uh, connecting with somebody that causes them to be a little bit late. And so we, we need, again, just take a deep breath, kind of go, okay, Right. they're not the nine o'clock person. They're the 9.15 person, but that's okay.
0: When if somebody comes from a culture where being late is actually on time, then yeah, they're not right. going to understand our being, you know. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on! It's tight, you know, it's those
1: uptight, you know, people that are yeah. got to just right, you know, be there.
0: Well, and you can get into the conversation. There's, and we're not going to do it here, but you can get into a conversation about warm climate cultures and cold climate cultures, and how you know they're different and how their approaches are different. But I think the main thing that I want to bring across today is just figuring out what it is that your, you know, your beliefs, your worldview, your perspective is. Helps you to then ask the right questions of the other person.
1: Right, right. So again, it comes back to uh, just that understanding that let's look at the similarities rather than just the differences. Let's take a deep breath. Let's ask some questions. Let's listen. Um, and then at, at core of all this is really uh, love. Love. You know, all you need is love. Wasn't that like a Beatles song or something? (laughs) But it is because if you're going to do this, I mean, it's a lot easier not to do it, right? You know, it's a lot easier to stay in our little bubbles and move forward. But if we, again, take a deep breath, look beyond ourselves, uh, love is important. Love matters. Uh, Talk a little bit about that.
0: Well, I, what I'd like to do is I'd like to put that onto the next podcast if I can. I think we've we've covered quite a bit today. Um, what I'd like to do is let's let's have it. Let's send people to another podcast. Um, we're going to have one talk where we we discuss how do we handle heavy topics, and I think that might be a good thing to put in there that unconditional love, peace, um, and un, unconditional acceptance because I think that's going to make Ooh, it this, really important. This is
1: like a little teaser to actually ah, listen for the next podcast. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, any other uh, summary thoughts then before we uh we end this one?
0: Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> get involved in coaching. Come on. There's there's a, there's a good workbook here and um you know, if you give us a call, email, text, message somehow. Yeah, just reach You know, out we're on the, the social media. Just give us a call. Get a Connect with us and we will try to help you find a way to do that.
1: Right, exactly. Well, And, and the coaching is just, again, those uh, one-on-one discussions uh, that focus on relationships, which, again, focus on looking at the things that we have in common rather than the differences, asking questions, listening, uh, all important things that are just core to uh, to uh, what we can do as just human beings to connect with each other and grow. So anyway, Terry, thanks for uh, coming in, for coming out of the counselor's office and uh, talking to the rest of us. So (laughs) thanks for being here. It was
0: good to be here. Thank you. See you next time. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time and make sure you like and subscribe. Visit us at journeycoaching.org and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Start your own journey at journeycoaching.org. Your life, ba, 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 da, your journey ba, 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 da, starts now. Ba, da, ba, da.